Welcome to the podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse Tabernacle. You can find out more about our church at lighthouseofmaslin.com or join us for worship Sundays at 11. We pray this message will be a blessing to you. Before we go on with the service, I want you to lift your hands and your voices with me one more time. Jesus, we love you, Lord. And Lord, I ask that you would just have your way in this place today. Lord, we give you honor and glory in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. I I just need about three minutes of your time. I felt the Lord put something on my heart yesterday. 2 Kings chapter 4 and verse 1 says this. Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead. And thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord. And the creditor is come to take away, take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. And Elisha said unto her, what shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? What do you have? And she said, thine handmaid hath not anything in the house. Comma, she's thinking, well, except this pot of oil. I just want to talk to you for just literally just a few moments about the idea that you have more than you think you have. There have been countless sermons about this poor widow woman. And personally, I have preached about this story from multiple perspectives. But yesterday, it came to my mind in a new light. Here is the poor widow of a preacher. He died in debt. But there are no bankruptcy courts to make her appeal to. There are no government support programs. There is no welfare, no social security. And here she is destitute, without any money, without any hope, and her sons are going to be sold into indentured servanthood, just slightly above slavery. If they are sold to fellow Israelites, if they're sold to fellow Israelites, the law of Moses said they must be released in the next year of Jubilee. Jubilee happens every 50 years. Now, as far as I can tell, looking at all of the dates and different commentaries and studying it out, as near as I can see, they are 24 years away from the next Jubilee. So, at a minimum, she would not see her sons again for 24 years. But there is more. If these young boys, as they grow over the next 24 years, get married or have children between now and their release, they will be forced to make a decision when the year of Jubilee comes. They can choose to stay with their family and be a slave, or they can choose to leave and lose their family. If they choose their family, the rest of their lives will be spent In servanthood, without any freedom. Not only is all of this on the table, 
But this story is happening during a time of mostly wicked kings who do not uphold God's law. So there is a very real possibility of them being sold to foreigners as slaves and that they will never see their mother again. And this mother will never see her children again. No matter how you look at it, no matter how you break it down, the situation is bleak. There is no hope. There is no way out. And so right before they come to put the chains on her son's hands and feet, this little widow lady makes her way to the man of God and asks for help. And Elisha's response is simply, what can I do for you? And then after a pause, there is another question coming across his lips. What do you have in your house? And her response was so simple and so sad. I don't have anything. Well, there is a pot of oil in the cupboard. I don't have anything except a little jar of oil sitting in the kitchen cabinet. But the more she thought, she had a whole lot more than she thought she had. Because when God steps in, when Jesus, the king of the universe, walks into your situation, the little you have becomes more than enough. She didn't think she had anything, but she had more than enough to rescue her from her situation. As the prophet said, go and borrow as many containers as you can find. Pour the oil in and sell it to pay off your debt, and then I want you to live off of the rest. Notice, it wasn't just going to be enough to save her sons. It was going to be enough for her to keep on living on. Her and her sons took that little bit that she thought she had that little bit that she didn't think would accomplish anything and they poured it and they poured it and they poured it and as long as they kept pouring the oil God kept filling the jars they filled every vessel they could find why because she had a whole lot more than she thought she did she had God on her side as I thought about this story over the last few days, it reminded me of Peter and John walking into the temple to pray. They had left their fishing businesses behind. They are flat broke. And as they're walking into the temple to pray, there sits a lame man begging for money. And when they come up to him, he asks them for alms. Spare any change, sir? Alms for the poor? And Peter looks down at him and says, I don't have any money. I don't have anything. He could have stopped there. He was broke. He didn't have a dime to his name. His wallet was bare. And the only thing in his pockets was lint. And you can see the disappointment on the poor man's face when Peter said, silver and gold have I none. And as the man sits there thinking they don't have anything for me, Peter keeps on talking. 
for what I do have. I will give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up and walk. And Peter grabs the man and pulls him up. And in midair, God gives him new legs. And that lame man hits the ground running and jumping and praising God throughout the temple. Peter didn't have what the man wanted, but he had what the man needed. Stop focusing on what you don't have. Stop talking about what you can't do and start talking about what God has given you and the power that flows through your veins. You have the Holy Ghost, and that is so much more than you think. You've got the power of God inside of you. Moses, talking to a burning bush, was asked what he had. And he said, all I have is this shepherd's staff, just a stick. But God said that stick was enough to free all of his people from slavery. The widow woman only had a single penny to her name. But Jesus said she gave more than everyone else combined. David only had a slingshot. But God said it was enough to defeat a giant and made David into a warrior and a king. This world has never seen before or since. A little boy only had a sack lunch but Jesus said it was enough to feed the thousands I came here this morning to let somebody know you have a whole lot more than you think you have you can offer this world a whole lot more than you can imagine you've got God inside of you don't wallow in a pity party stop looking at what you don't have and start looking up to the God who filled you with his spirit and gave you his name. He has always provided and he always will. Stop sitting around talking about the things you can't do or the ability you don't have and realize you've got the spirit of Jesus Christ inside of you. You've got more than you think. You've got more than you think. If you get your eyes off your problems and start looking up to the God who knows how to supply every single need, you've got more than you think you have today. I want you to stand with me across this place. I want you to lift your voice and your hands with me. Lord, Lord, I pray you open up somebody's mind right now. They've been focused on what they can't do. They've been focused on what they don't have. But Lord, what you've given them is more than enough. It's good measure. It's pressed down. It's shaken together. And it's running over. Lord, you are more than able to supply every need. Lord, you are able to use the most humblest of things. Lord, for your glory. For your glory. For your glory. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Job was the richest man in the world, but he had to lose it all for God to really bless him. Moses was the prince of Egypt, 
but he had to lose it all so that God could show him how much was really available to him. Over and over again, we see it throughout the scriptures. Those that God uses are those that think they have nothing left to give. Those that God does the greatest work with are those that feel the least qualified. Why is it so? Because God does not share his glory with anyone. And he wants you to know what you have has nothing to do with a bank account. What you have has nothing to do with the degree on the wall. What you have has nothing to do with the last name. What you have is more than enough because what you have is Jesus. Lift your voice one more time. Lord, we love you. Oh, we love you, Jesus.